0: Hi everyone, hello, hello. Got some familiar faces on here. Some new names, which is exciting too. Welcome everyone. Welcome, welcome. We'll do an official intro. Um, welcome to another Wednesday Wisdoms everyone to the KO17 Lacrosse app. My name is Kylie Ohmiller. I'm super excited. We continue to have like the best guests ever possible. Um, to the lacrosse world so I'm excited um, to have Alex Ost here today someone that I know a lot of you as well as myself have looked up to in the lacrosse world for um, for a while now just for her for her awesome play out on the field and just who she is as a person too so I'm excited to tap into that a little bit today and you know taking wisdoms from her that's the whole point <laughs> of it so um, I'm excited, and Alex. Before I, you know, give you all of your your amazing list of things so, to introduce <laughs> you. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Oh, thanks, Kylie. So excited.
0: <laughs> um, so for those of our listeners who don't know, um, Alex Ost is a Team USA gold medalist, a Maryland alum, 2013, Wharton finalist, All-American, WPL Pride player. Um, she's an attacker like myself. She is the director of Finish Line Lacrosse, I'm an entrepreneur, as well as myself. Um, she's an infi- fitness instructor and influencer, Under Armour athlete, and I'm so excited to talk to you about this. But the Sweat Life founder as well. I'm excited to talk to you about that because I love seeing it all over in- Instagram. Um, but as you can tell, I mean, Alex is all over the map, and she has done such an awesome thing, uh, such awesome things with the platform that she's been given. And I'm excited to kind of ask her about those things because I know it's something that we have in common and I know that we have co- similar goals for not only across world but what we do with with our platform so I'm excited to talk about it but um, first and foremost I always like to start with like we always just hop into all these zooms Alex and we just kind of get thrown these questions um, right yes. and it's always just like the hard-hitting question right away so I always <laughs> like to start on a good Um, I always like to kind of just go a little bit deeper so um, I got three things for you today and first and foremost I'd like to know something that you're thankful for today.
1: Oh I am thankful for I would say my honestly my work and career and my schedule because right now I'm out in Utah and I get to work remotely and I, th- I i think all the time that i wouldn't be in the relationship i'm in i wouldn't be able to see all the people i get to see or travel where i get to travel if i wasn't um if it weren't for lacrosse in general but um to have created kind of my own business i'm always always grateful and thankful for that because i'm out in utah right now like it's very sunny right now it's only like 5 p.m the sun doesn't go down until like 9 here so it's awesome wow 9
0: p.m wow Yes. I would love an extra hour of sun. I mean, mine's about to go down in like an hour. Last week I was on this and it ended at 8 p.m. and I ran out the door to try and catch the sunset because it was in like 10 minutes.
1: But <laughs> yeah, we, well, it's nice, but then it's also like, I get, it's like, am I embarrassed going to bed when the sun is still up? Like getting in bed to go to sleep? <laughs> uh. I was going to ask that too. You know, that kind of takes me back
0: to, my parents joke about it all the time, but that kind of takes me back to, uh, you know, my elementary school days. I used to be in bed at like 9 p.m. and the sun would still yeah. be out. And it was just, I was like, hmm, am I supposed to be here? But that's so funny. <laughs> that <you> said that. <laughs> um, All right. That's, am- that's amazing. I mean, I love that you, you're all over the map, right? Like you're, you're in Utah, you're in Baltimore, you're um, everywhere and you're always traveling. And I love seeing all the Instagrams from it. Um, and it's so fun to follow. So I love that you're thankful for that as well. Um, next next up, something that you're proud to say that you accomplished today.
1: Ooh, today. Oh, what did I accomplish today? Um, I am proud to say that I accomplished a workout with Marcus. It's definitely not one of those days I wanted to. Um, and I've been feeling that way actually more so than recently. I, I always go in and out of like really super motivated into little dips in here and there. Um, so, you know, the fact that I even gave it a little bit and obviously always afterwards feel great, never regret a workout I started. So I'm, I would say I'm proud that I did that. Um, but August is great. August is like a nice, a little bit more relaxed month for me personally. Um, so as far as like, you know, career wise, I get to kind of take a step back and like plan out the next couple months, which is fun. So a lot of cool stuff on the horizon.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to to ask you about that as well, um, which is exciting. So uh, that actually ties perfectly into our last, last little note here for off to a good start. But something that you're pumped to go out and chase might be today, tomorrow, this week, in the
1: coming months. What would that be for you? Oh, man, I have so many things. There's so many things I'm really excited about. I would say, um, and it's funny that I'm telling you guys this right now because I actually haven't told anyone this, but... Whatever. Um, I'm, actually... <laughs> um, I'm actually, breaking news. I'm actually going to film and record my audition for um, Sports Illustrated Swim. So I'm very excited, very scared, very nervous, but um, I'm putting together like a really cool audition tape tomorrow actually out in Utah. So I've been kind of thinking about like, what is my role in this? What do I want to portray? What do I want to do? And it's been like, at the end of the day, I could get, I could never hear back, but as it's all about the process and I'm just kind of fun to like, it's so much fun to even think about why I would want to do something like this um, and what my message would be. So that's kind of been what's on my mind recently. Wait, that's so cool.
0: That's like, (laughs) (laughs) first of all, for those of you listening, that's like huge. um, Like I I don't see how they're not
1: going to take you. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But it's one of those things where it's like, if you're scared of it, you're probably doing it, you're probably doing the right thing. Um, And like I said, I I always weirdly like I overshare everything, but um, things that I really like am nervous about or like me not embarrassed, but just like get that like, you know, like the butterflies in your stomach. I don't really tell anyone because I'm like, I'm just gonna do this on my own. If it works, it works. It doesn't, it doesn't. No one even knows if it doesn't. You know what I mean? But um yeah, 2020 has kind of been a year of just like going with your, my gut and what's the worst thing that can happen? It's all about having fun in the process and growing and learning. So
0: Good for you. I mean, honestly, <laughs> we're going to see Alex on a Sports Illustrated swimsuit um, cover real soon. That is going to be... Oh, man.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's insane. Good for you. I love that you said that, right? Like, I mean, I think 2020 has definitely taught us a million different things. Um, But, you know, I think that's something that I've taken too, is just like, you got to either put yourself out there. But most importantly, what you said, I think is like, a lot of times when we're uncomfortable, we don't like to share when we're uncomfortable. Yeah. I want to say like, hey, I'm going to go chase this. Uh, I might fail. So just like, don't watch type of thing. You know what I mean? mean, Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So I think it's really like vulnerable and really brave of you to be able to say like, Hey, this is what I'm going to go do. If I fail, like, so what? I'm really proud of myself right. because, you know, it's something that I've wanted to do. So why not? And I want to be able to express myself that way. So. Well,
1: I appreciated uh. that. I appreciate that, Kai. <laughs> I need that pump up. I'll text you tomorrow when I'm nervous. But you know.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, if you need any pointers, I have zero idea how
1: to
0: <laughs> in a swimsuit. But um, I can hype you up if you need. So <laughs> Love
1: it. Love it.
0: We'll have Marcus FaceTime me. I'll pump you up in the background while you're getting... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Amazing.
0: It's hilarious. But oh, man. So I mean, I think you're a perfect example of it. But so many opportunities have come to your life because of the sport of lacrosse. You said it before. Right. And I think both of us can definitely attest to that. And a lot of us who are in the position that we're in. And, um, you know, I think we're let's take it a step back. Like, how did you get introduced to this sport? Um, You know, where you grew up? Did that play a role in you being introduced to it? Did you play other sports? Like, what was your first reaction picking up a lacrosse stick? And how did that go?
1: Yeah, so definitely was not one of my first sports. I'm from the D.M.V. area, but I'm actually from like Northern Virginia, where lacrosse isn't. Um, it's it's definitely bigger now, but growing up, it wasn't a big sport. We were more of the soccer's, the basketball, um, and actually, where I'm from, gr- soccer's played in the spring for girls, so no one really played lacrosse because it was always um, everyone chose soccer. But I had the luxury of going to a really really small private school where we played everything we played field hockey, soccer in the fall, basketball in the winter um, and then lacrosse in the spring and track and field in the spring also, which is funny but um, it made me choose. it made me like play all these different sports and I'm so grateful because I don't know that I would have ever picked it up or would have picked it up at such an early age if it weren't for that so walked outside in fourth grade saw these girls throwing this ball around and I was like that looks so fun I want to try that and I the second I got my stick I was like obsessed I was in the backyard like th- we didn't have a I didn't even know what wall ball was but just like throwing the ball in the air and trying to catch it and just like wanting to get better like it was so fun to just like not have ever played anything with something in my hands before and obviously like Naturally fe- feeling pretty good at it. So, which is always kind of the case. I think that we all find that like love for something that, like, you know, like, oh, this is kind of coming easy to me and I want to like um, spend more time doing it. So, did that. And then it kind of took off from there. Like, it, in every step of my career, like, I truly didn't know um, where lacrosse would have taken me. I mean, even now, I'm sure you would say the same thing. Like, I would never have imagined that it would have given me the life I have now. But I've truly just been like surrounded by really incredible people that have been like, "Here, let me take your hand and like you should try out for this team or you should go to this high school or you should, you know what I mean? Like it's been it's been real I've been really fortunate in that aspect." And then my parents who have just really uh kind of anything that we've ever wanted me and my I have a little sister and a little brother, but anything we wanted to do, anything we wanted to play, like they've really like they were like, okay, and my, I mean, my, I was playing AAU basketball and club lacrosse and high school lacrosse at the same time one year, and it was, like, I mean, I was at a breaking point, but, like, at least I got to sleep in the car, because my, but my dad was driving me from, like, practice to practice the game, you know, and um, wouldn't recommend it, but it was also something that I wanted, and they strapped in and did it with me, and, like, to a point where, like, my dad was, like, I was even like signing up for like it was what was it called like Odyssey of the Mind like I used to do the crazy stuff like I didn't I wasn't always just an athlete like I would do like I wanted to do dance I wanted to do theater like I was all over the place and I'm so glad that I did it all because I feel like it everything you do kind of makes you a well-rounded professional or human in general so as much as like I mean, I know you were a multi-sport athlete too. Like, and I, I think that we're getting out of the having to just play lacrosse little weird sport there. Um, I just feel like do things that make you happy and like, they don't always have to like, you're not, I was never going to get like a dance scholarship in college, but I did it because I like enjoyed it, you know? So um, yeah, and then lacrosse yeah, is just kind of like what now. I loved. Yeah, come
0: on. <laughs> there you go. It's helping out the TikTok dances. I love that. I, I mean, know. like, I think- we always talk about being multi-sport athletes, right? But we don't talk too, too much about the the other things, the other hobbies that we all have. And I think that's what, like you said, it makes makes up who you are. And it also might help you even on the lacrosse field, like your totally. dance skills and all the different things that you did, <laughs> right? And you- <laughs> and even being able to to juggle all those things, too. That's another question that I know myself, and you definitely get a lot, is you know, how do you juggle all these things? What's the time management like when you go from level to level? And, um, you know, if you have practice with it from a very young age, because you're doing all these different things, all these right. different teams, these, right, like, you're, you're going to be set by the time you get to college, by the time you get to the quote, unquote, real world, whatever that means. But, um, you know, I think, I think that's just such a great point, like you said. Um, but I think, you know, one thing that I always like to talk about, too, is, like, from those other sports, what what do you think helped shape you on the lacrosse field? Like, what did you take
1: from basketball or even yeah. those other things? So two sports that definitely, like, you know, made me um, – well, I learned something from everything. I mean, I picked up field hockey my senior year of high school just because my friends played, and, like, I learned something from, like – not knowing a thing about the competition and having so much fun. Like I learned like, wow, I don't know anyone that's good on another team and I'm having so much fun out here because I'm not like freaked out by this defender or that, you know, like I learned a lot from that even though it was just one season. Um, but I did karate when I was little um, and I was I traveled the country, did my, I, I was a sparer, so fought. And um, from that, I think I took just mostly like my competitiveness and my killer instincts. That was like, um. From, I mean, I started when I was six years old and that was, I just remember like stepping on t- into a ring knowing I was going to fight. And obviously it's different, right? It's sparring. You're literally boxing another person and it's based on, you know, points and it's one V one. But I think I just learned from there, like this is, I wasn't going to lose. Like I, I, and at a very young age, I learned that. And I think that like kind of carried with me through every other sport. Now that's not realistic. I definitely lost here and there, but it was like, th- I was such a like youthful, like, crying my dad's pulling me over his shoulder when I got second place person you know what I mean but like that really taught me like as an individual sport how it felt to lose and also how it felt to win and then basketball um playing AU basketball was like I mean that gave me everything I I don't know if it's like a cultural difference and I mean I know we grew up in different places but for some reason my basketball coaches were just like I think it's also because it's a gym and it's small and you can hear everything but like they were so much tougher like they would scream at me like it was like you just had to have a thick skin and you really couldn't. Um, and I feel like also in basketball, like you mess up, everyone sees it. You're on the other <laughs> side, you know, like it's not, it's just in and, and, and the same realm, it's already the next play. You've got to kind of move on. So it definitely taught me like quick reset and um, just being able to be coachable and understanding that like, you kind of have to like, take it. And Like, it, it. I think it made me tougher. And I really, really appreciate that because then when I got to, once I got to like, college and like high school I was like oh like this is a breeze like I feel like these coaches are so nice like I I can understand I can I can like completely understand what they're saying but I think it just I don't know it was it was important for me to learn that I also need to be coached when someone's screaming at me
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, I think that's so great because you you talked a lot about like obviously what you can use physically on the fields, but also a lot of the mental aspect of it. And um, I think a lot of people don't realize how they really, you know, kind of thrive when they're coached, right? You, you might like the tough love, someone else, someone else doesn't. And that comes from all that experience, right? Like playing all those different sports and, and being in those different gyms and those different, those different fields and things like that. So, Um, I love that you said that. I think that's something that I say all the time is from the different sports. You're also like, you're on different teams. You're getting different experiences. Like sometimes, you know, you're, you're on an all winning team and lacrosse gives us a lot of pressure because it's our number one sport and we're trying to get recruited and all these different things. And whereas field hockey for you, you were having a ton of fun, but still being able to show your competitive side. Like I think that is so, um, But I think, you know, on the note of talking about just, like, going to the highest level, I mean, you legitimately played at the highest level in college. You played at one of the best, um, you know, college programs in Maryland, right? And, you know, I know you kind of grew up in that general area, um, you know, compared to me. It's a little bit for me, but – Um, was it always, you know, a dream of yours to play for them? I know you, you grew up playing basketball a lot as well, but you know, was it a dream of yours to play for Maryland mostly?
1: No, honestly, it wasn't. I, um, I was really like hell bent on playing basketball in college. And I was like, I wanted to go to Carolina. Like I was like every other little girl that's like, you know, loves the baby blue. I don't know what it is about that freaking school, but, um, I wanted to go there. And then it was uh, once I started playing both in, co- or in high school, my club coaches, my club coach, my AU coach were kind of like, these are the looks you're getting basketball-wise. These are the looks you're getting lacrosse-wise. And I was like, oh, it's a no-brainer for me that I want to play lacrosse in college then because I just always – my dream was to win a national championship. My dream was to play at the highest level of competition possible. Like, I've always been that way. Like, I've always been like, oh, that girl's better than me. I want to play with her. Like, you know, like, I've, I've always just kind of – I've never – of course, like, you know, I dealt with my confidence issues as every girl does in college. I think that's actually when I was like, oh my God, everyone's actually really good here. Um, but I've always, my dad, my dad's always like super honest with us. And he's always been the one that's like, there's always someone better than you. There's always someone faster than you. There's always someone smarter than you. Like, you just need to learn from that person. You can't be intimidated from that by that person. You just need to take one thing away from them. So yeah, I've always kind of craved that next level. And once I started getting recruited and I was like, Oh my God, like it was like really down to Maryland, Carolina and Northwestern. And this was during Northwestern's like rain. And I was like, wait, what? Like that school like that would want me on their program. Like it just never clicked really. I was really just having fun. I was competitive and I was just super focused on being like the best person I could be that I was never, I don't know. It, it was so different. I never really was focused on like putting a Maryland Jersey on and playing at Maryland. It never really felt that way until, and I think it's better now with the recruiting rules changing and everything. Um, people have kind of time to like marinate and become the player they're going to be before they decide what school. Um, and then I just kind of, I mean, I met Kathy and I met the team and where I was at and the type of style I've always played. I was like, this is a no brainer for me. Like it just really made sense. And yeah, I can't. I couldn't have imagined going anywhere else. Um,
0: I love that you said that, and I know you touched on it really quickly, so I'm going a little rogue here from my notes. Yeah. But um, your your um, style of play what would you what would you describe that as yourself? Like, I, I know there's probably people and coaches who who can describe you and what they see, but what would you describe that as? Yeah,
1: so like me personally, I would say. I am all about like quick ball movement. Like I really don't like, I like to like, I love fast paced play. I like the ball zinging around. I think any play where it's like a fast break and four people touch the ball and it goes in the back of the net. Like that to me is like what makes lacrosse so much cooler than every other sport. Like there's no other sport where the ball I mean, basketball is the only other one, but it's like where it's just touched by so many people. And um, I would say I, I'm, I love that. I would say I'm a facilitator. It's definitely changed. Like, And I think that's what's important, too, is like who I was in college was completely different to who I was in the U.S. team and who I am now as a pro. Um, I think that comes with like maturity, like just like also my body changing, not playing every single day. Um, But it's cool. Like I've always tell people that like the best position to play is the one that gets you on the field. So like I don't care if I need to be like in college. I had the ball in my stick 75, 90 percent of the time, Um, whereas then on the U.S. team, I was playing with Kayla Trainer and Michelle Tumala, who I'm like, please take the ball. Like you guys, I don't even know how you do things that you do with the ball. So I was more of a finisher and like um, more of like a cutter. And I think it's cool to not like pigeonhole yourself like that, like adapt with the teams that you play with and know what you're good at, I guess. And I think what I've always felt like I'm good at is adapting to who I'm playing with. Like, I think that's kind of, I like, if I know, like if I'm playing with better people, I feel like that elevates my game. But then also if I am, sorry, Marcus's phone is ringing. Um, but if I am, it's it, it's it's more fun for me, you know, to like play with those types of people. But I don't know. I've actually never really like thought of that. I feel like, you know, it's different from which era of Alex Ost you're getting into.
0: That's such a fun way of answering that, right? Because you, you've. Played at so many different places and I think that's that's so important and it's something that we don't realize until you know you get to yours or my position where you have played you know on different teams in different styles for different coaches yeah um so you're not necessarily just I like how you putting yourself in that pigeonhole of what you're comfortable with like you're really forcing yourself to go outside your comfort zone and do what makes the team great and put the team totally. first, and you know, kind of elevate yourself as a player because of the people who are around you. Um, that's, I think, like the best possible way to have answered that question. But it's a fun question, right? Like, I don't even know how <laughs> it I would is. answer. So please don't turn it around oh. on me, but I'll, I'll <laughs> think about it. I'll let you know. Um, <laughs> but I love that you answered that right on the spot. Um, so I think you know, going back to you know, your time at your time at Maryland what were can you share some of you know your favorite memories maybe some of your favorite favorite moments i know some national yeah. championships were in there you know some of those inside the locker room moments like that stick out yeah in your brain.
1: um just it's like i i get chills even thinking about it like it truly is like the best four years uh, the most unique four years that you'll ever have you grow up as a person you grow up as with your sisters like it's like i've never felt so supported and so had so much fun with people and really like you think it's tough but like it's not you're like this is literally my day is to wake up and like play the sport I love with my best friends and then eat together and then sleep together and like it, it's really just like the best and of course you're growing and you're going through it's your first time away from home so there's definitely like things that are tough but um, I don't know at Maryland we were like it we like played hard we had a lot of fun and we like just you know, it, it's like we really like celebrated each other i think that's like what was really important i would say we like to eat that was like some of my favorite things about kathy is like at team dinner she'd people would be like we'd be like always force katie to do it or like someone that was like the favorite you know obviously and we're like go ask if we can get dessert and she'd be like well, is dessert going to make you run faster tomorrow? We're like, we promise. She's like, okay, (laughs) order dessert. (laughs) And so it's just like, I don't know, like things like that where I'm like, wow, like I love just like sharing like big dinners together and like splitting appetizers with people and just make it laughing about things that don't matter. And then, you know, obviously like every other school, just working your butt off day in and day out for a common goal is just like, it's like nothing else. It's I mean, as much as like the US team was so rewarding and um I love that team and I like love the people like you that I've met through that and I can't believe that we've actually become as close with that like, as little of time that we've spent together but like it's you can't really compare it to something where it's like you're spending that much time together and like training day in and day out and then to like actually achieve that goal is like craziness it's like you you know you, you you've done it you feel like and on the ladder to have not achieved the goal is like how am I gonna like bounce back from this you know and I've been on both sides of that stick so it's um I don't know it's just some of the funniest people I've ever met Kathy is one of the most loving funniest supportive craziest people I've ever met and like I just can't like she's such a big mentor to me and I I've never met there's I don't think there's anyone else like her um out there so it's cool to have just like been able to be in her presence for four six years if I once I stayed afterwards
0: (laughs) Um, that is so awesome. And I think you said something that I always say a lot and I I do the same, like you said, it's, it's every locker room out there, right? Like everyone's got that common goal and you, you the, the 24 hours a day with each other, you know, the ins and outs and everyone stays, you know, friends, just the same, no matter where they end up in the, um, in the world afterwards. And I think that's so cool. Like, I know that you're probably just, with all those girls right now that you were right right when you were in the locker room with them and it's the same for me and I think that's so special um and I love that you called them your sisters too I I do the same thing and I think you know something that's cool that you and I share is that we both got the chance to play with our sisters um, yes like that's a very rare thing and I think it's really special and I always talk about how um, you know, memorable those moments are for me and how awesome it was for my family, you know, at Stony Brook being a, able to play with Taryn for two years. But, um, you know, what was that like for you? Did you guys get along out there? That's the one question I usually get, right? <laughs> I know. Did you guys get along? Um, did, yeah. you know, about the field or did Did you
1: love it? we lo- I mean, I absolutely loved it. And I think it's funny. I remember maybe even like your very first U.S. weekend. I feel like we were roommates and like, I think I asked you, I was like, oh, you have a sister coming like, or maybe she was already there or something. And I was like, is she any good? And you were like, she's better than me. Like, you're <laughs> like I was like, what? I was like, oh shoot. Okay. But like, it's just, I don't know. I feel like we're like being an older sister. You're the same way. Like you're just your little sister's biggest fan and like biggest supporter. And, um, you know, I think my sister and I, our careers panned out differently. She de- she did not play as much, nearly as much as I did. And um, I think that was tough for her to definitely, you know, live in a shadow that I did not want to cast, but that just the rest of the world has, for some reason does. Um, but off the field, like biggest fan I've ever had, still text me before every game pumps me up like there's no one that like we're like her and I are good it's kind of like almost I feel like everyone else like you said that's asking like do you guys get along and it's like no, yeah. no no we're actually best friends like I I need her like I and she needs me um so it was really cool and then I stayed after at Maryland for two years and I was our director of ops and she won the next two national championships so like crying in each other's arms to like win it together like I know I wasn't on the field but to like have worked with them um that was just like so cool like that was like yeah this is why we did all this you know so um I loved it I couldn't imagine I feel like the second I committed she she went on every visit with me I don't know if your sister did too and like it was like a no-brainer for her
0: that's so funny uh you literally sound like you're kind of just like speaking my life because I stayed after for two <laughs> years at Stonyville so I got to. Go
1: yes exactly
0: um <laughs> I get to go to as well. but I I know exactly those mom- moments you're talking about and even just like looking into the stands and seeing your parents there right and like your younger brother and everything and it's just like a really special thing so I love that you said that and um you know it's it really is like those memories she she's my best friend
1: as well so um yeah I love that Sisters, there's nothing like them, right? There really, there really is. not I'm like, and everyone who doesn't have one, I feel bad. I'm like, ooh, you need a sister. You, <laughs> you got to fight with someone. Yeah. <laughs> the sister fights, and if
0: you can't find a sister, you know, find you can definitely find a sister on one of your lacrosse teams. That's for sure. Exactly. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh man. Um. So I mean, you talked about it. You touched on it a little bit, but you were talking about how you know you've definitely won national championships, and you've also you've also lost them, right. You've, you've been right there. And, you know, I think that's something that happens for not only athletes, but people in life, right? Like you're on the, right on the brink of something that you've worked so hard for. And, uh, unfortunately life, like we have to go through failures in order to find those successes. So, um, can you talk about how, you know, being at those points, what helped you kind of climb out of them and what helped you kind of continue to reach goals
1: from there? Yeah. Um, Honestly, it, it's still something that, like, I look back and I'm like, wait, did we not win? Because it's like, you can't believe it. And then you also have to realize that, like, winning is just really freaking hard. Like, everyone thinks, like, oh, you're there. You're so close. Same as Tony Brook. Like, what do you mean? And it's like, it's a new year. It's a game, brand new game. Like, anything can happen. And um, it's it's definitely, you know, like once you get past the pain, the disappointment, and it's really what, you're, what I w- was always most upset about is that it was over. Like, it really wasn't like winning the game. It's more like, now I don't get to do this every day. I don't get to do the sport that I love, you know? And like, even just talking to Marcus and like his PLL tournament didn't turn out the way he wanted it to. And I was like, he was asking me to play wall ball the next day. I was like, take a rest. And he's like, I just want to play again. Like, it's like, you know, like y- you kind of have to refocus and be like, what do I love? And what do, what, like, how, what can I do to make this not end? And, and, and unfortunately, you know, sports definitely come to an end at some point, um, just whether your body allows it or, you know, whatever the situation is, but we've both been fortunate that we can continue to play. And I think that obviously it doesn't like heal the wound completely, but it definitely like gives you something to refocus on and just, um, whether it's taking it into your everyday life with business or your family or your relationships or whatever it is, it's just trying to take away from like those lessons you learn, um, and apply it to those things is like, what's helped me at least like get over the fact that like in that one game, we did not score one more goal. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it, and don't get me wrong. I have like late in bed at night, restless, like thinking of every play, but side of that, like, I'm like, Alex, you're being psychotic. Like you have loved, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I wouldn't have traded where I went. I wouldn't have traded for national championships to have gone to a different school and have met, you know, like that's where I wanted to be. That's where my life, you know, chose me. And I, I think it's, it's, it's just, it's made me who I am today. So I have to be grateful for those. Doesn't make it like any less easy in the moment, but that's like why we play sports. It's because it's like, it hurts a lot more to lose than it does to win, you know? So but that's what makes it so special.
0: Yeah, you put that perfectly. I mean, you you wouldn't trade four national championships for the four right. years. Right? Um, and I, you know, I was not, I was never lucky enough to win one, right? And like you said, you you lay in bed restless some nights and you're just like, oh my goodness, like, what if I picked up that ground ball? What if I, you know, right, dropped right. the ball to that whole team? Like, you know what I mean? I'm thinking yes. of like four different players in my head right now that were yes. three years yes. ago. So like, you know, it's just it's always gonna be there. But that's the cool part about sports. Like you said, like and right. there's only so much if you look at like if you step away and you look at the bird's eye view of things, right? Like that one game in that moment in time compared to like the world, what is that really, you know what I mean? What is it really actually doing for you know the future of the world? Nothing, right? 100%. So, and
1: and yeah. what's crazy is like you said, like we can remember every single detail, but it's like Think about any other detail of anything else you do in your life. Like I can't, like, I can't remember like one, I mean, okay. That's not fair. I can remember classes, but like, not really. Like I can't remember, like, even once you start getting into work, like you accomplish things and then it's done. Like, it's like, you don't remember those things. Like you remember sports and games and going into battle with your girls. Like it's, it's powerful. It's just, it's cool.
0: Yeah. It's really powerful. Um, I think that's a perfect word for it. And I think you touched on something that, Um, it has been an interesting transition for, I know a lot of us who are now, you know, in the professional side of it, right. We, you talked on how everything's super special in the locker room, right. And doing everything with a team every single second of every single day. And, you know, you get, you finish college, you finish college lacrosse and lacrosse isn't over, which is awesome, right? Like we have had this incredible opportunity to continue to do what we love. um, But it's totally different. You don't have
1: that,
0: you know, you don't have that same kind of motivation. You don't have, um, you know, it's a lot of inner motivation. It's a lot of, you know, you're all by yourself type of thing. Um, Can you talk about that transition for you? Like, was that super tough for you as much as it has
1: been for me? (laughs) So tough. Oh my gosh. Like, like honestly, and I mean, this is whatever, this is going to probably go against what everyone thinks, but being honest here, like. The U.S. team post-college was like, I would cry. Like, I would be like, this isn't, I don't like it. Like, I feel like everyone's out to get me. I know one's playing. Like, it, it was really hard. Like, you had to play for the first time ever. And it's, of course, it's different in college. Don't get me wrong. We had to play our asses off to get on that field. Like, both mm-hmm. of we had to. I don't care what college you go to, you're competing. But, like you said, you have those ups and downs of, like, together with people and people having your back. And you don't feel like you're on a chopping block or you feel like, you know, you're only playing for yourself. You're, you're winning together. You're losing together. Um, and it's tough to replicate that without time. Like, you just don't – if you don't have that time together, you don't feel that confidence. And so, yeah, playing for the U.S. team, like, those first maybe two or three years, I was like, what am I doing? Like, I didn't even feel like myself. I felt like I was just, like, didn't understand the system. I was just trying to play, not mess up, and, you know, stay on a team. And it, it was – and it was – didn't matter. My teammates were amazing. Like, as you know, our teammates are amazing. Everyone is very welcoming. It just doesn't matter. It's just the fact that like, you know, you're, you are all fighting for a spot, probably only four spots at the end of the day. And it, 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 that, it stays in the back of your mind, but then how do you be a good teammate and how do you do what you do best without letting that, you know, linger or take you out of your game? So it took me a while to adjust to that. And then I just kind of started being like, okay, like, what do you want, Alex? Like, are you playing this just because you, like, think you should play? Or, like, are you playing it because – because if you're unhappy and you don't love this team, you don't love, like, how it makes you feel, then, like, why are you doing it? And I think it definitely was, like, a coming to Jesus of me where I was like, okay, no, I want to be on this team. I love this sport. I love these people. I'm just dealing with some weird, insecure confidence issues from not being on Maryland anymore where I was, like, you know, felt like I could – everyone knew me. Everyone – like, it just – and I know, I'm sure you went through it too. Like right out of college, you're playing on the, it's just, it's, and you're playing with the best players in the world. So it's, it's, it's just different. Um, but I found now in my later like years and now being a pro, at least in like being one of the captains for the pride, I felt like what's important is just to like really like bring in everybody, like bring in those like fresh out of college people and like, get to know them because they're not like 18 year olds where they're fresh out of high school. Like they're adults. So like get to know them on a personal level, like try and start text messages, groups with each other. Like tr- it, it, you have to like really make up for lost time. And I've felt that that's just like kind of made me come out of my shell more. And then I'm like, okay, like, and then you're playing loose on the field because you like know people so well, but it's tough. It's like, it's a different ball game. It's like no other, I mean, but that's why we're professionals, I guess. Cause you know, it's not everyone can do it
0: perfectly set at the end there right <laughs> nice little mic drop at the end not everybody can do it but you know I think <laughs> I love it I mean it's true it's it's such a different transition and a lot of times we talk about the transition from high school to college and how that's hard for these young girls that might be listening but um you know there's there's transitions all over life right you go from college to to professional and then you know one day unfortunately like you said our bodies are going to um, be like nope that's enough of that and we're gonna have to figure out something else to do so hopefully right. we'll be you know in sports illustrated covers and stuff like that but.
1: yes exactly lacrosse <laughs> La will be there so we'll still yeah I, I agree love <laughs>
0: um but yeah I think you know turning the page there you know we definitely still get to play which is amazing um such an awesome opportunity but you've also explored a lot of other different opportunities outside of lacrosse and Um, you know, I know you do a lot of fitness instructing and we've taken a lot of that virtual, right? (sighs) Um, I said something about the, the sweat life before. Can you explain to our listeners, you know, what is like a daily life day in your life? Like, what are some of your little projects that we're working on here?
1: Yeah. So obviously, um, quarantine, I can't even, I used to be like the queue, but now it's like just life. Like, I don't even, I feel like every day has been this, um, which has been really was tough, but it's actually kind of been cool to be able to go online with a lot of this stuff. Uh, I am always wake up and I'm answering emails of some sort to deal with finish line lacrosse. So that's um, my business with my partner from Maryland. She played with me. She's a year older than me. Um, And that has been really kind of taking the back seat just because this summer it's like, we haven't been able to do anything in person. We've done a lot of online coaching, which has been awesome. And like we did an online coaching camp and like had girls from all over the place. And like, that was so cool to see. And I, and I so excited to continue doing that. And so I am for like, like grateful that, that this is like, showed us how much we can actually do online. Mm-hmm. So I really love doing that. Um, and then Yeah, I like to kind of do a lot of me time for some of that. And whether that's sitting on the couch and watching TV, or it's, you know, going to the grocery store and getting my stuff for the week meal prepping or making my workouts and kind of creating some sort of creative way to um, engage with the sweat life, which I like started out as just and this is kind of like what I feel like everything in my life is it just starts out of something I like and then it like, snowballs into something that I feel like I just keep kind of following that pulling feeling of something. And so over the quarantine, I was just doing um, virtual workouts, IG lives and loved it and got such an amazing response from it. And I started saving them. And I was like, how am I going to like, what am I going to do with all this? Like, I don't even know, like everyone, you know, was using the Peloton and I was, I even used the Peloton app and everything, but was just realizing that like people loved having a live class and like, actually like you know, being with me and having me with them, and so started the Sweat Life, which is a community, and we're up to like 450 people now, which is like I can't even believe that many people listen to my voice um, and do my workouts. So weekly, I'll every like Sunday or Monday, I'll say like here's our schedule for the week, um, and it'll be about like three to four live classes, whether it's on Instagram or on Facebook Live, which is where the private group is, and yeah, then they're all just saved there, which is so nice because Facebook's kind of just like my database. So instead of like, for me having to do anything that like, I didn't understand, I was just like, let me just keep it as simple as possible. So it's cool. What's cool about that is like, I have like middle schoolers in there, but then I also have like grandmas in there because everyone has, everyone has social media. So um, it's been awesome. It's been like, I was teaching in studio for a while and just because of COVID wasn't comfortable going back and just didn't really know if I wanted to go back and kind of don't, I know, I don't kind of, I know that I would not have ever quit. And I know that I would have not ever started my own thing if it weren't for COVID. I think like that gave me the push to do it. And I was like, like we said, like, let me test this out, see if it works. And then when it did, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't go back. Like, I'm not going to go back and work for some. Like you and I work for ourselves for a reason. Like, you know, like I'm not going to go back. I would, I might teach in studio certain places, but it would definitely, it would take a lot for me to take out of like the community that like, I feel like we have all created together to go back to, you know, a studio and represent someone else.
0: That's so awesome. I love that you said that you're following something that you just like start out liking, right? Like you're just like, Hey, I really, yeah. like this. I'm really passionate about it. And okay, cool. I can turn it into a business. Like I can turn it into this right. whole community. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I can turn it into this whole family of people that I get to hang out with each and every week from, and I think like you said it, you said it perfectly as well. Like there are so many positives that we can take out of these last couple months, even though it's just felt like such a negative year in total. Yeah. You know, and whether that be something, you know, something like The Sweat Life for you or something like this KO17 app for me. Exactly. It's just a whole new family of people. And it's just all these people that we probably would have never met just the same way that we probably would have never met each other through lacrosse, right? We probably would have never met people through lacrosse. So, um, you know, I think the message there is definitely just to continue to follow your passion because there are things that are going to come find you from that, you know, and it, it might be a business. It might be some new friends. It might be some sisters like we were talking about before, but um, that's really special. So I'm pumped for you for that. Cause that sounds really fun. And I did a couple of the IG live workouts and <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I have been going to the same trainer for 10 years and you know, I can deadlift however much weight I can do as many yeah. 300.
1: So
0: and then I got on there and I was like, Alex what are you doing to me like (laughs) like, what is going on oh we're like in our living room like oh my goodness we need to do more of this (laughs) so that's awesome I love that you know you're pushing people no matter where where we're at I think that's something
1: so necessary now but well I think I think like you said like even this like ko17 app like it's really important, and I know we've talked about this, like you love the leadership aspect, you love like speaking on things outside of like just the actual Xs and O's of a game, and um same as me, like I love connecting with people and I love fitness, and I love making like somehow making someone stay better and mm-hmm. I think like both of us it's like instead of thinking like how do I make money about this it's around this it's just let me do this, let me give some things to people for free let me let me like test it out, and then like the business kind of just like. Follows. evolves into itself. Yeah, it's, 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 And I mean, obviously, you know, I would love to give everything for free and, you know, pay zero rent, but <laughs> we all have expenses, but it really does. I feel like follow when you are doing the right thing and you're kind of down that path. I mean, you're a complete trailblazer. I don't know anyone else that has an app that's insane and awesome. And I know it's no small feat from even looking into it on myself. And it's just so cool that you're brave enough and to just launch and adjust and we go from there. Like you might as well just launch and follow your gut. Just
0: go. Right. Oh, thank you. I <laughs> appreciate that. I mean, I think the girls on here and the listeners on here have been enjoying it so far. Right. Can I get some thumbs up maybe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. That's awesome. I saw some like very hesitant thumbs up there, but it's okay. We'll work on it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love smiles um but I appreciate that I think what's really 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 cool about you know kind of this lacrosse community I say it all the time right like it's such a small knit community um and we're all trying to do a lot of the same things for for the sport in general but also just for you know the future generation um the people who are coming up next who are going to take the sport to places that we've never even taken it and the people before us haven't been able to um you know I think just touching on that you know what what are some of your goals for the future of of lacrosse and maybe even women's lacrosse in general?
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I know like you and I have the same ones because we talk about this all the time, but it's, 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 I just, I want people to feel like they can play this sport and make a living. And we have the same amount of exposure, if not more exposure than the men, you know, whether it's with them side by side or a different thing. Like I just want, people to look at female athletes as business women and, and athletes. Like at the end of the day, the common bond we all have is that we sacrifice our bodies and our time for something day in and day out that we love. And, and it's a sport that is awesome. Like, it's a sp- like I tell everyone this, I'm like, we're just in the spot where like no one plays lac- like You don't play lacrosse for dollars. You play lacrosse because you love lacrosse. Like, like there's, that's why you play. And I think that's what's really cool and kind of bonds all of us um because we're doing it for the love and hopefully everything we're doing will pave that way so that this generation and you girls can play post-collegiately and and not have to worry about working four to five jobs like or working camps and working yourself down to the bone you can focus on being a professional athlete like we were watching uh the Cavs play the Trailblazers last night and they were like this is LeBron James 17th season in the NBA and I was like And I know he went out of, I know that he went out of high school like that fine, but like, I've been playing pro for what, like four years? And I'm like, I feel like my body's dying because we can't just focus on being professional athletes, you know? So how cool would it be if actually, you know, you girls can focus on recovery and like, traveling and all that stuff is paid for you so that you can just focus on playing the sport we love and getting awesome brand deals that, you know, put you on magazine covers and put you in the Olympics and stuff that just, I don't know. I think we're not even close to being done. And I, and I love what the PLL is doing by like showing the rest of the world how awesome our sport is. And it's like, I think it's time for us women to do it as well.
0: Absolutely. I love that you mentioned, you know, all the things outside of it that the, the sport has taken us to. Um, and I think, I don't know about you guys or you girls, but um, I was watching all the PLL games. And I thought the, the most exciting part about it, I was actually in a hotel, in a hotel lobby. And I walked down in the hotel lobby while one of the games was playing live on NBC. So cool. Yeah. And I like did a double tick. Like, I walked past the TV, you know, when like just a game is on and people are watching it. And I was just like, I kind of like looked at it and I like just kept walking. I was like, I had to
1: back up and be like, wait, hold on. Was that lacrosse? Like, that's really cool. You know? And Right. Like, I don't have to stream it from my laptop and find an HDMI cord and like watch it on Twitter. Like, no, it's actually on TV. Like my grandparents can watch it. Like how cool. (laughs) My grandparents without having to figure out what it is, right? Yeah.
0: No exactly <laughs> no it was it was a really cool moment. I think you know you said it perfectly us women we're, we're right there too and I think we just got to continue to be in the same boat as each other. Um, we all have the same same goals we're all in the same spot we're all doing it out of pure passion for the game so um, hopefully if we can continue to do what we do and do it together in this small net community, um, anyone who's listening who has goals of being where we are can kind of surpass
1: where we are <laughs> um, and yeah maybe- And I feel like, you know, just even like giving advice to these younger girls in here, it's like doing exactly what you're doing right now, like supporting Kylie and myself by listening to this or, you know, continuing to be a part of the app or like as weird as it sounds, but like everyone needs exposure. So it's like you girls, like putting yourself out there playing lacrosse, like doing showing how cool your stick tricks and how hard you're working or reposting something that Kylie posts, like just having everyone see like, oh, wow, this sport is actually really badass and I want to play it it just that's what makes us grow and it starts from the top but it also like there's so much work that needs to be done from the bottom too so um you know you got to support us too and hopefully like the world cup happens next summer you know and we can continue to rep it and just show our country how awesome the sport is too
0: absolutely I mean fingers crossed for everything at this point (laughs) I know I know I think that's the biggest thing. I think if we can continue, just keep them cross. Hopefully, like we'll be out there playing soon. Um, but I love that you said that. It's all about just supporting each other, no matter what level, no matter what age, no matter what gender, no matter what anything. Yeah. Right, like it's just all about supporting each other, and we need so much more of that. And not only the lacrosse community, but the world in general. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so I think that, you know, the place that we all love and the place that we're all really comfortable on the lacrosse field is is a great place to start. Um, I love so, it. yeah. I uh, have a couple questions here from KO17 Lacrosse. So, Ooh, cool. um, we're going to get into those and then we'll wrap up with something I like to call quick finishes. Um, you know, a little bit about those, a little dip and dunk. Yeah. <laughs> 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 quick little speed around of questions but first from some of our some of the girls on our app um you know what was your favorite memory from playing with team USA
1: my favorite i mean um, my favorite memory would have to be winning the gold and um more specifically being in the tunnel afterwards about to come out and get our gold medals and like Kayla Trainer just looked at me and like we just started crying and hugging each other and she was like I've never won before, and like I was like, oh my god, I was like, and I've never won with you. Like it was just so cool. Like me and Michelle played against each other all four years. Like Syracuse, Maryland. Like it just was so crazy and cool to win with people that like you hated in college. You know, like not as people, but just like on the field. So that was like, I was like, wow, this is like pretty special.
0: That's such a funny way to put that, you know, um, yeah. you're, like, <laughs> you're like, wow, I did not like you, you took away yeah. all my dreams for four years, right. and now we're doing it together, like, that's what's so cool about right. sports, so cool.
1: Exactly, so cool. <laughs>
0: um, I also love that, you know, I had, I had Marie on here, I had Taylor on here, um, and, you know, all of you guys had different, like, yes, it was winning in the gold medal and even, even cookie too. It was winning the gold medal, but all of you guys had different like specific moments that you remember Aww. from that. Before. That was your favorite. So I love hearing those stories. Cause I think that's so special. Everybody has like a different view of it, even though it was totally. this one common goal that he was going for. Um, yeah, that's cool. So yeah. So going back to your workouts, we had a question from, um, somebody who wanted to know how you stay motivated to work out every day.
1: Yeah. Um, it's crazy. I, like I said earlier, it's definitely an up and a down thing always. I think I was actually at an Under Armour Summit and listened to Michael Phelps say this. And I was like, wow, like, I love the way he said that. He was basically like when he's training people or coaching people, mentoring people, he says, like, give yourself a chance. Like, just give yourself the chance. Like if you, you know, on those days where you feel like you can give a hundred and like, you're going to get the most out of those days. But even on a day where like, I can maybe only give 30%. Give yourself a chance and go get thirty percent because that's better than zero, right? So like zero percent is me sitting on the couch and not doing anything, eating you know sour patch kids. but thirty <laughs> percent is even just me going up and like getting warmed up, putting my shoes on, going for a jog like you will surprise yourself and it's not gonna be it's never gonna be like I feel so much better afterwards, but it might and then like you're gonna just it everything is a muscle, you have to train everything like. I think quarantine, Marcus and I are at the point where it was like, if we feel anxious, if we don't work out, but like, like I said, they're not blowout workouts every day. Like some days they are just yoga and like sitting in a sauna, but it's just giving yourself that chance to show up. Like is, and even lacrosse wise too. Like my dad always said, like, it's the days that you don't want to do it are the days that are going to make the difference. Like, because that's life—is doing things you don't want to do. Like you're not always gonna love and be excited to do everything you're doing. So, I don't know. Just yeah, just try and give anything you've got is better than zero. I think.
0: Love that, and also love that you learned that from Michael Phelps. I mean, one of the all-time, yeah. huh? <laughs> I don't. Know um last question from ko 17 lacrosse um something new that you took away from quarantine whether it's a hobby or something like maybe a craft that you tried or um something new
1: Mm. oh my god i've become like a ridiculous coffee maker like i like like marcus and i now we have like we grind the beans we put it in the french press we have a uh, electric tea kettle that warms it up to 180 degrees. Then we pour, like it is, then we froth our milk and then we add the, like we have like, it's like a 50, like I'm a barista. Like I can make uh, whatever coffee you want now, I got you. Whereas before I was like correct done, but now like that was one where I was like, wow, I feel like I'm taking up way too much of my time making coffee. <laughs>
0: Well, that was what I was going to ask. You were probably so busy trying to run out the door. You are just putting the, <laughs> the-, the cure. Exactly. And
1: now it's like. <laughs> but now, now I'm screwed. Now I'm screwed because I'm like, that tastes like crap. I want, like, can we wake up early and do this 12-step process? Uh, oh,
0: goodness. You're going to have to make me, like, a, a latte because I'm I a got you. big caramel latte girl. So I'll have to figure out how got to
1: make you. that. Got <laughs> you. We like, can travel. travel baristas. <laughs>
0: Yeah. There you go. Look, it's one of your new passions that we're gonna turn into a business idea. We're gonna turn it into exactly. a
1: coffee truck. <laughs> I love it.
0: All right, we're gonna go into quick finishes just to wrap up on a fun note. Um, but it's just pretty much speed round, uh, whatever comes okay. to your mind first. You ready? Yes. Okay, dream vacation spot.
1: Ooh, tulum. Tacos or pizza? Tacos. <laughs> I know. That's a tough one for me, but tacos. Favorite kind of music? Uh, I would say like house music, like EDM. Something that gets the beats going. Gotcha. Exactly. (laughs) High BPMs.
0: Yes. (laughs) Um, Tie-dye or solid colors?
1: Tie-dye. Come on. Duh. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Favorite place you've traveled to? Oh, um, Thailand. Wow, that's my bucket list spot. Gotta uh, go. <laughs> go to dance move. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. I got a lot of TikTok ones right now. I don't even know. Like, I gotta like. I have like a couple routines. I'd say the whoa, the whoa is just the good. Like, you know, can <laughs> it <Just, laughs> to anything. Yeah, yep, do it. <laughs> I love exactly. it. Exactly. All right. Last but not least, what's one thing on your bucket list? Oh, oh my gosh. On my bucket list, I really want to go to South Africa, actually, and I want to uh, cage dive with Great White Sharks. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, so (laughs) that's on my bucket list. Marcus will not be joining. He will be in the boat the whole time, I'm sure, but that's what I would like to do
0: oh my goodness i was not expecting you to say that so thank you for keeping me on i just like
1: kept going Uh,
0: yeah that's south africa in the cage with great red sharks got it okay
1: (laughs) just keep
0: keep it on keep it on the adventures i love it um you're always keeping us on our toes every new instagram i'm like oh my goodness she's doing that too like i want to (laughs) be um so i I know that that everyone listening is probably the same way but Um, just to wrap it up, thank you so much, Alex, for being here and continuing. This is so
1: fun.
0: Yeah. We, we like to have fun here, right? I think that you said it perfectly, right? Like we're working hard day in, day out for the sport that we love, but you know, you got to do it with a smile. You have to do it with fun in there and that passion and all the good things are going to follow. So. Thank you for all the little wisdoms you gave us today. And thank you for being here. Of
1: course. Thank you guys so much for coming on. And And thanks Kylie for having me. This was so fun. Awesome.
0: Well, everybody have a lovely night. I'll see you guys again next week. And thank you again, Alex.
1: Bye. everybody. Bye everybody. Thank you.